Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am one of your three hosts, as always, a one Wade Mariano, joined by... Trace Finicaro. And... That other person, Wade Marinero. <laughs> Wade Marinero. That is a one, actually, a one... Gunner Kennedy. Fuck you, Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm such a smooth operator. Yes. It's Wade loves Sade. That's very true. Let's just jump into the topic. Um, Gunner, you were talking about something called Mastodon, and I had never, ever heard of it. And actually, I still don't understand. Actually, we haven't really talked much about it, and I want you to talk about it right now. What is it? So... um, and a completely bullshit and totally not accurate explanation. So, Twitter um, is overrun by racist fuckwads. And as part of, like, well, besides that, you know, I shouldn't say that because it's, it's it's overrun racist fuckwads the same way the, the internet in general, which is to say that it is a statistically small portion of it. Unfortunately, they're very good at being shouty. So, um, there, were, there were numerous concerns back early on because Twitter kind of pushed themselves being this giant open platform and immediately started backtracking right from that, from the get-go. So there were a lot of third-party services that built stuff around Twitter, like using the Twitter APIs, and they keep reeling them back in because, you know, the, it's, Twitter still hasn't really successfully figured out how to make money other than, like, getting ads purchased by weird, corrupt, government influence groups and stuff like that and um as part of this part you know part of the concern of basically giving the whole social network thing over to these giant companies there was uh this movement to start what they called the fediverse and the fediverse was an open protocol of saying hey you write a piece of software to talk to this and you can build your own frameworks much like how Twitter and Facebook and was it uh, Google Plus that was their one too, right? Yeah, Google Plus is still alive. But I mean, like you know, Nobody does anybody really? It, it's still Linus Torvalds uses it. Well, yeah, but it's it's. The so does the Raspberry building. the Raspberry Pi project uses it. But it's the equivalent the, of not having not having to build your own website, right? It's I like think they're the only it. two. But okay, and uh, so Mastodon. Uh, Early on was basically the attempt to implement something like Twitter in an open source framework. So you, you what what you do is um, I don't know if you ever did you ever use Emule? No. Or as I think Kazaa had the same framework, right? <clears throat> Kazaa, like the downloading client. Yeah. Kazaa was. Um, you're putting me on the spot. It was not Emule. Um, there was e, well, there's eDonkey because I had its own one, but it was you know, basically you no, have I, no. You're right because I backboned off of another protocol. I can't remember what it is right now though. All right, but so, yeah, it was a, it was like a like an open source sharing platform that they just hopped on that protocol. But yeah, I can't remember. So Mastodon is a whole stack of different technologies, and what you do is that uh, someone will spin up a Mastodon server. Or serve this, you know, and what you can do is you can also have multiple collect, you can have multiple distributed Mastodon services running these self-contained networks. 
and just like how you used to have eDonkey servers or something like that with different file listings and base, you know, like they'd be, they'd be showing the entire contents <laughs> of the network itself, not necessarily like anything that's sitting on a server. It's you know, but the the nodes that are attached to it. So, um, because actually that part of the Fediverse too is it's a way of sharing. It's a way of sharing files, and like. RSS style feeds because you know that that's really what Twitter re-implemented badly you know and it has that 140 something you know like you don't have, you don't have the character limit in Mastodon although you can you know you can bump it up too but it's just this idea of it's a um user controlled aggregate uh content network and you totally got that Mary uh there's something of the 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 <clears throat> Something about Mary hair going on right now. I was in a hairnet all night for the It's not going to be perfect, Gunner. It's a work it's in progress. Okay. So, what is the difference then? So, how it's being described? Because this is base level, very little understanding of it. What is the difference between Mastodon and say like Reddit? So, Mastodon is a way that people can basically build their own communities. So, like on a Reddit server. You're depending on the Reddit admin, you know, you're depending on a Reddit admin, something like that. And it's also, you are beholden to whoever is ultimately in control of Reddit, the, the, the company itself. Okay, so everyone essentially, if you wanted to create your own server, you pretty much make the rules for yourself and you have <clears throat> free access to anybody else running another Mastodon yes, server? I, I, I know I know a couple people who have been effectively chased off of other social media platforms by harassment who went to Mastodon. So to be honest with you, it kind of sounds like, and maybe I'm way off on this, it kind of sounds like, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm blanking, before Facebook, MySpace. Remember MySpace? You had like your own page. You could like customize it kind of however you wanted. Yeah, but you were still on the holding to the MySpace yes. servers for sure. But what I mean, it just it's I'd say it's more my it's similar more similar to MySpace than it is to Facebook. What well, so it has a decent amount of users. I think they got something like two hundred thousand users. It's actually right a now. million at the moment. I think that's how many messages have been posted. But I'll find I'll buy in with a million. Um, <clears throat> but to me, it's more like a um, it's like it's like a mesh between uh, like a Discord or a Slack that you'd use for corporate messaging. Yep. It's a mix between that and Twitter, but it has the flexibility of being able to run it on your own. So the important thing about that is, the, is what Gunnar was just saying, and that's that you can't be chased off of your own system. Your internet service provider can block you, but you can't be chased off of your own system. So you have the freedom to, to really control and moderate it as, as you want to. Um, what, the part that I don't know is how they all aggregate back to back to Mastodon because Mastodon has like a feed of all of these channels. Is there like yeah, a participation yeah. program? We have Mastodon.social. Okay. Their, their primary kind of hub. Okay. And then you have your sep you have your separate networks. Like I, th um, I, I don't want to, I don't remember what the one off the, because it's it's more like it's more like um, the the old uh, mm -hmm. bulletin boards 
where if you wanted to be on a bulletin board, you needed to know what bulletin board yes. you were getting on because every person that ran a bulletin board had to host it from their own home. It sounds more like that. The cool part about that is, is you get access to it um, simply by uh, by finding out. You know, it's almost like a it's almost like a Snapchat without the man holding on to your snaps temporarily. The part of it that I think is scary to the modern day consumer is if, if Wade, if you're running this Mastodon server and all of a sudden you don't pay your internet bill, do I lose access to that content? That's the part that I'm curious about. And it, they claim to be distributed. Is it distributed to every person? You know, like, can I pick up Wade's Mastodon network when it goes down? Um, or are we still just like we were back in the bulletin board systems where, you know, some guy gets cancer and now all of a sudden, um, you know, 5,000 people can't get on a bulletin board anymore. You know, I mean, I feel bad for the guy with cancer, but part of the advantage of being able to rely on these big providers and having them in the cloud and replicated and multiple servers is that you can access it anywhere, anywhere in the world. Right. You can't, it, they can't go down completely for very long anyway unless your playstation network those questions were for, for you gunner okay i'm actually just reading i'm pulling up <laughs> maximum number of mastodon instances right now sorry i was i was i was, I was sidetracking because i was going to give you some examples well because it's you know and again so that like the, the flip side of it is that mastodon is much more Mastodon is much more encompassing because it has it it it, it was written by the non-marketing sociopath assholes mm-hmm. in Silicon Valley, so just like language support stuff like you know like it, 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 it's 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 the it's the more Stallman crazed beard man style of open source software versus the we're gonna get rich as soon as we figure out how to you know I love open source but i cannot stand the stallman mentality oh no no i, I no it, because the, the flip the flip side of it is that stallman is an insufferable bastard it doesn't mean that he the problem is that it's it's gonna it's he's an insufferable bastard and he's not wrong anybody that interrupts the word linux by i'm gonna need nobody gonna even need to, cares to what linux moment, is but linux anybody? is not really linux linux is new linux fuck which is you. a series of fuck you. Fuck which you. is a linux kernel with a series of new applications anybody that interrupts around. the word linux with gnu gnu or new i mean new is even worse at least with gnu you can think about what it would be spelled like but anybody that interrupts the word linux with gnu really pisses me off they because they lack the only thing that Linux needs, which is better marketing, in order to be successful. I guess here's the thing, though. Compared to what? I, I mean, like, have you, you know, you have Apple, which is the only marketing, the only software company that can actually market anything worth a fuck to a consumer. And even then, they don't market computers anymore. They market phones. And then you have Microsoft, which is like, look at this hip experience that you're having. And it's like, this is this is awkward for both of us. It's 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 <clears throat> it's like it's it's like the person who keeps repeatedly forgetting that they crashed. The first time they hit on you, and they keep doing it again and again and again. <laughs> I just think if the first if the first words on a chat program that wants to compete with Facebook Messenger, Snapchat, Twitter, um, Reddit, if the first 
the first term that they use is, hey, we're open source. Mm -hmm. I think that the world needs to be educated on what source code even is and why it's important to be open source. And I think by then they've lost interest in the chat app. Instead, what it is, it's like, oh, hey, guess what? We can be racist on this chat and nobody's going to kick us off. We can put nudity on this chat and nobody's going to kick us off because there's no central moderation, which means there's no central flagging. So to me, it's more of like a, it's like a, a way to get your privacy back on the internet. Now, of course, I, I mentioned two things. One of them is, is, uh, is, is offensive to most people. And the other one, um, there's probably a whole bunch of people that, uh, that could take it in the wrong direction, whether, um, whether people that are too young are are consuming the content or, or the actual nudity is, you know, is, you know, the, like the spy photos and shit like that. Um, so that can like border on the illegal side, but that doesn't mean you need to, right? Here you go, Wade. Artelli.porn. What? Artelli.porn. Artelli is a Mastodon server for artists and commissioners. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but uh, yeah, to me, it's more like that. It's like the dark net that's not yet dark. I was, I'm glad you like brought up dark net because when I, <clears throat> as you're talking about all these things, you're significantly deeper entrenched in like the IT world and just the computer world in general. But like when you start talking about this mastodon and you're talking about like harkening back to the old days of like, you know, logging on to mm-hmm. bulletin boards and like or like free tell or whatever mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. That like, that's when I think like where the dark web is now. Like access, gaining access to like these kind of hidden little gems or sometimes some hidden little nightmares. Um, Have you played that game with the murder, the murder in it, the real murder? Oh no! And like all the like, it's like it's the it's the video game equivalent of the Serbian film. Oh Jesus Christ! But it's like if if we were just like just coming out of the if you believe in evolution, just coming out of the evolutionary um, step past caveman. And the community that we have decided that we wanted to make a storefront, a place where you could exchange goods for some form of currency or maybe other goods. If you were to look at the way that that's painted now, that's not what it would look like when it first came out. When you first do it, the concept of a of a counter where all of the currency is exchanged over maybe an afterthought, right? It might be more of like a farmer's market where everybody is just kind of kind of moving around freely, and there's not a whole lot of control at what makes it in and what makes it out. There's also not a whole lot of regulation. If you're selling food, um, a lot of the food regulation hasn't existed yet because you haven't seen the the damage that uh, that disease can make. On, uh, on the consumption of food. So all of a sudden your standards have to, but what ends up happening is that that cool, free, truly free enterprise that you start with is really kind of like the moment that you want to go back to because even though there was huge risks, without the regulation, you were more free as a consumer and <clears throat> as, as as somebody that, that, was, uh, that was selling. When the internet first came out, there was, there was really no rules yet. No, it was the wild fucking west, dude. It and was, I, and I'll be honest with you. I, I, there are it, times I miss those fucking days. But it behaved well. Well, just like a startup, just like a startup farmers market, it behaved really well because everybody kind of just followed the rules. Well, isn't so this... Gunner talks about corporate America taking over the web and focusing on, on, on the marketing effort and in you know selling people's data. Part of what Gunner's saying, it really resonates because without 
the money, you can't really take the time to put into enforcement, right? You need the you need the capital, right? Um, so I kind of get that. So when when the Mastodon comes around, and the first thing that 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 Gunner starts talking about is some of these these sharing services. It is a very nostalgic feel to me, and it's something that sounds really cool. But then in the back of my head, I'm thinking, you know, I already use so many of these platforms, and I don't think of them as the big corporate evil giants that Gunner does. I just use them. I I, I still use Windows, so I mean, like I can't say I can't say shit. Uh, but you know, I I actually I actually use copies of Windows I paid for, like for real, real, separate from the computer that they came on. And I get that, but Gunner, at this point, isn't using Windows kind of like just driving a brand of car? I mean, it doesn't mean you're loyal to Chevy. You just no, bought one. Well, no, but it's it's also it's also kind of the flippancy. The, the, the flippancy. Actually, this this starts getting into boring economic stuff too, but you know, like I have Lin, I have multiple Linux workstations. I have multiple Windows workstations and different versions of Windows, the Windows OS, and it's 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 not a matter of brand loyalty. It's it's just kind of accepting certain things, which is that like there are pieces of software that I I like to use that are just not going to make the jump over to Linux, and it's either if I want to use this if I have to use these tools in the meantime in between time. You know, it, it like actually, as a person who was previously involved, previously involved in a leadership position of one of these projects, because it's the it's the it's the thing. It's like you have LMMS and Linux and OS X and Windows, and most of that works. But I mean, like as compared, you know, again, like it, people as people dedicate effort to it, the software, you know, like that package gets better, but it's not the same. It's not the same tool set as something like Fruity Loops or Reason or you know like uh, Propeller or what was it? Oh, is it actually Reason is the Propeller mm -hmm. one, right? Yeah, Reason. But you're you talking know, about music production software. Well, but but yeah, and, and, and even that, it's it's like because you don't you don't really care about the OS at this point. You care about what runs on it. It's like you don't you don't you know like um. Like if you could get an electric car, I mean, like you have static, you know, like it's it's different with a consumer appliance because you have certain you have certain like status connotations that are because you can get a Nissan Leaf or you can get a you can get a Tesla Model Three and they're both the respectable practical electric car, but one of them has like fucking cachet and the other one is like you know I just bought an electric but, golf uh, golf but, cart. But and we're kind of getting more into the the operating system <clears throat> side now, but. Isn't the, isn't the argument that apps don't run on anything but Windows, isn't that starting starting to become obsolete as seventy five percent of the general public is happy with a Chromebook? Well, okay, and, and, but here and this gets the, uh, so. I mean, do you remember? Do you ever? Do you ever read um, Neil Strauss's the not the Cathedral and the Bazaar? It's in the beginning. There was the command line. And he talks about this, and it's the it's the fundament it's the fundamental breakdown in how how software is perceived by its end users. And it was the you know like the the, the way that was Windows is always Windows is always pitched as like the 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 giant SUV slash station wagon that could get you anywhere. It was cumbersome and ugly, but it did the job. And then you had B, you had OS X, which was the like European luxury sedan or something like that 
which is that like it's it you know they're both they're both all of these are transportation devices and they they accomplish relatively the same goal of getting you from one place to another but how they do it and what they can do along that way and they enable you to do along that way are completely different because like the you have the windows experience where you have a large body of people who are able to work in this environment there's a large set of tools that you can use to do it but you can only get parts from the dealer you know that kind of you know that thing. you have the you have the the osx one where everything is meticulously you know it's a meticulously curated experience a bmw you're not expected to do any work on it you bring it back to the dealership and they do it and if it goes horribly wrong you didn't buy it for the long term anyways. It's going to be someone else's problem, and you go into the next one. And then you hit BEOS, which was like the fucking Lancia Stratos. We're going to make a car with seven and a half cylinders because no one has ever done this before, and we don't care that it's a bad idea, but we're going to try. And then you have the then you have Linux, which is the equivalent of you have a flea market basically building a tank and aggregate outside in the parking lot, and the tank will always work, but there may be something flaky on it because it changed in the night. But it's also like way overbuilt for what you're trying to do. I guess, like in that regard, <clears throat> coming from someone that's used Windows, a little bit of OS X and Linux for like, <clears throat> God, for the better part of two years, OS I was a X Linux user. You. I was an Ubuntu user. The market dictates who's who's successful. It's not. I I don't know if I don't think it's it's a marketing thing. I think the market dictates who's successful, and I think it's because how much how many resources am I willing to pull pull like pull into something or pour into something to to get the experience out of it that I'm looking for. When it comes like to your typical like computer, your typical PC, I guess, which is not so typical anymore, I'd say. Well, it also gets into the argument of like what what constitutes a Linux installation because how many <clears throat> Android. How many Android phones? You know, how many Android phones are out in the wild at this point? And yeah. That's- well, that's the inter- that's probably the most interesting success story for for Linux is that people, any every Android person person out there doesn't know that they're actually running it. Um, but that's that's not really what we're talking about, right? We're talking about the classic desktop, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the success of it. Somehow we switched from mastodon to that i think well, it was because i got pissed about richard stallman's next year well no but it, because it, it gets it gets back into this because it, it, it they are related because mastodon is effectively an attempt to pivot from a perceived weakness in this framework that we've kind of come to depend on are we recording still Oh, we're good. I'm sorry. I was switching the timeline to tell us how many minutes it's been. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's all right. But I'm going to do that every time you look at your phone. I'm just going to stop oh, talking and okay. ask you questions. <laughs> I'm looking at my time. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my Mastodon timeline at Alt Dot Dragon. Uh, I'll let you figure out what that one is. Um, but you know, Mastodon is an attempt to. Or actually, the the, the Fediverse itself is an attempt to pivot because we 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 were. You know whether whether you believe that or not, the Stallman argument is still very much present, and unfortunately, it was made by an insufferable bastard. So that it, it, you know, like it's it's the marbles up the butt problem, which is that he's a crazy fuck. Ergo, people take it less seriously. But he's not wrong. He's because, absolutely wrong. All right. Well, okay. Is he? He's, pr- he's absolutely wrong for for a couple of reasons. I mean, he, he can he can always put loopholes in there to say, hey, companies, you can survive. Uh, so. <laughs> For people listening that don't know what the fuck we're talking about, um, 
Richard Stallman is often credited with starting the free software movement, right? And um, the the concept is is that if you're going to write a piece of program, uh, it should always be free. The source code should always be free, and anybody that takes that source code should make that source code free. And it's kind of if you've ever seen the movie Pay It Forward, it is that with computer code. And just like in real life, Pay It Forward only makes sense if everybody tries to participate. The moment that people don't is the moment that it breaks. But it's more than that. Saying that every chunk of code is not property, is not owned. It, it, why, why does he get to decide that for you, Gunner? If, if, if I draw something, it's mine. How come if it's computer code, it's not? I realized that the world could be a better place if I gave it to them, but now I may be starving, just like the artist that can't sell his drawing. So this whole concept that everything should be free software is, is almost the fundamental disease that's killing Linux. And this is why you're seeing the, the Mac take off in the IT industry. All these fucking Linux geeks, these people that love Linux, they get all of the, they get all of the freedoms that they get from Linux, or at least most of them. They're still using all of the free software that they like but they're running it on a platform that actually works. And that's a very important part about Linux. The reason that Android is the most popular operating system in the world, or at least close to it, is because it works. And the reason that it works is because it's controlled. Yeah, but <clears throat> to, to maybe have a counterpoint to that, because we know SX, is, iPhones are super popular or whatever, however, I, I used to have an iPhone. I absolutely prefer an Android because there's a significant more amount of freedom on there. I don't have to be constantly tracked like well, what they, music that I pay they, for they, in the, they, mu the Apple store. And I have to sync this shit up with my computer. Like I absolutely, I actually despise Apple. It's well, it's so controlled. The, and it's The smartphone experience itself still has the, the same thing, which is that we've basically, you know... It, this this gets in the, uh, this gets into kind of a topic that we've treaded a bunch of times too, which is that the the idea of the end of the concept of ownership because there's really there, it comes down to two extremes, which is that you have the fucking mastodon you have the mastodon box, and hopefully they don't take away the server you know you you, you go at the like the actual server side level to be able to run the fucking thing in the background anyways because it's not like a trust you know it's not a trusted signed binary or something like that, and then you have the curated experience because. You know, when Windows itself, you you can you can. Microsoft is attempting to get people over to the idea that you don't actually even have the desktop and you don't have the desktop as a registered instance to yourself. You are running a you are running a hybrid client instance on your desktop on your desktop tied back to Azure and. I mean, like, you can make the argument right now that effectively we're there right now anyways with all the shit that you do on the web versus actually running a fucking client to begin with. And with Adobe, you know, like with the Adobe Creative Suite and Autodesk and all that all that shit. Because heaven forbid these fucking hippies from the 70s could have foreseen that people wanted to communicate with each other, right? Not everybody wants to pick up a fucking black terminal DOS window in order to communicate with each other. And 
what's happened is communication has become king. That also means industries have popped out of that. But, I mean, Wade, to your point, if you think that Android isn't as curated as Apple, really what you're describing is their marketing strategy. Because what Android allows you to do is they still allow you to save files on a shared location on the phone. That's just a decision that they decided to make. If Google decided tomorrow that they wanted to get rid of that feature, if they decided they didn't want to support SD cards, if they didn't want to allow you to plug USB things into it, they could because they it's still a curated mm -hmm. operating system from Google. It actually, I like Android worse, and I'll tell you why. You never get a vanilla flavor of it. You never get the version that the developers actually thought would be the right experience. Instead, you get some shitty, fucking outdated, buggy, virus-infested version from Motorola, from Samsung, from LG, and it's because Google doesn't control that hardware. So they need to release the base version of Android, and then it takes the engineers redoing everything that Google has already done, and then these marketing executives at Motorola, at LG, and at Samsung, replacing your text messaging app, replacing your camera app, replacing your email app, and then before you know it, you have this kind of sort of experience of Android. What's cool, though, is that all of those manufacturers do tend to keep the flavor of Android alive, where you can change out your keyboard, you can change out your default uh, everything. You know, you want to switch your camera out, you can do it. But uh, a, a lot of those concerns with iPhone have changed over the years. There's a few that you're still correct about. It's difficult to put a music collection on an iPhone. But culture's changed. Right. I mean, who's downloading music anyway? Right. <clears throat> People really don't save music as much as they used to. That True. is probably more relevant for the independent uh, recording musician who wants to be able to do an open mic night and get a copy of his track somewhere. But there's another corporate giant that's going to host that for him, whether it's Vimeo or YouTube or fuck, if you have a premium account on some of these chat systems, you can upload a 50 meg file to those things. You can mm -hmm. just share the video on the actual chat system. And I think a lot of that is because consumer, cons the consuming of the content has, has now turned into this very, very fast moving engine. So fast that I see people say memes are dead seven days after they were invented. It's a different type of generation now. So a lot of the permanence of, of, of a music collection, I don't, I don't know what that would be like to a 12-year-old right now. You know, the, the people that would well, they don't have a music collection. should be driving you have, the, you have, you have, the sales you have, you have of music. You have a Spotify or a Pandora or what, you know, like, again, it's the, you, the, you have these platforms that have basically evolved out of this. But what if your song isn't in there? Well, then you go try and either find it on YouTube and hope that it hasn't been removed or you'll have to do something else. Or you'll have to, again, this is my father you know like my, my family has this huge media archive and i can't tell you the last time my dad has broken anything out of it and it's it's you know like again because, because our parents our parents are are perfectly fine hitting play on pandora and not having to dust off the old record player well, but 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 you know and again this our this, parents are part of the movement so you say that and i guess like we backed over, so we got we got we got all the. So you're telling me we got all the downsides of socialism and none of the up, which is that like, 
everything is a fucking collective everything is a collective property that no one to no 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 one person owns it it's a it's it's well, a good that it's you not access on it's not everything it's but, it's art that can easily be transformed into an electronic medium so in the vast majority of that is video and audio video and audio is no longer it no longer has its market value that it used to because it no longer has its permanence. So instead, what you do is you try to to ride the tidal wave. Well, weren't you the guy, weren't you the guy talking about like who can like again is 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 a fucking statistical outlier? You know, I, I can't say that as a person who still consumes physical art, but. Who the fuck does that anymore? I mean, like you know, like it, it is, it is, it is an aber, it is almost an aberrant practice at this point. It, I mean, like you know, we have fucking museums and stuff like that, but people don't go to that shit. People don't buy fucking, you know, like people don't. You can't. That's why Patreon and all this fucking stuff is coming up, and people are panicking because it looks like maybe things are going to turn around, and then like somebody changes a term of service or something like that, or the government comes up with a law that basically it one of its its. Like side effects is oh I can't fucking pay I can't pay you for this stuff anymore because it might be well, insured sure. steps removed from a crime when when it, when your Facebook feed has a quick video that shows it's for titty comics because now now they have all that sex they have all that like sex rules that came in sorry I'm uh, so the, basically they 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 passed a law at the start of the it's why Craigslist doesn't have the hookup ads anymore okay so I like <laughs> yeah, I read like about that SOPA or something like this so, but but anyways. And part of that too is that like fucking Visa, Mastercard, PayPal, and everybody else is like all these people who did like anything that like doesn't conform to PG thirteen kind of stuff. Like uh, I had weird. Fo- Sorry, as I bang the table. Uh, you know, like you have people just fucking skirting around. Like you have queer artists and stuff like that trying to fucking make things work and. They're getting booted because PayPal will not allow you to collect payments if it has if you don't conform with certain content types. Yeah, and but it, like I mean, when 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 the news feed when you when your news feed can show you the top one hundred paintings of all time and you can swipe through it in thirty seconds, it's hard it's to not appreciate. The same thing. Though. I'm not saying it's the same thing. No, I, but what I'm saying is that it desensitized the the audience that those that those art galleries are supposed to be attracting. And it devalues it. It devalues it. Devalues what, about, what about awesome Zimbabwe, awesome Nigerian artist dude? Have you seen that that guy? No. Oh, he like does all these fucking super realistic, like giant sized paintings. So you know, like you'll freak out when giant, when, when, when giant uh, African-American, actually I shouldn't say Af- he's not African-American because he's just African, but giant, like giant dude standing behind you smiling. Oh, but no, it's it. Sorry, did I stop us? No, you're good. No, okay, you're good. Uh, stop actually, talking every time I click the mouse, motherfucker. Well, you, you fucking, you're fucking doing stuff. Well, actually, so yeah, here you go. And it, 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 here is a visual joke for the radio. But that's act, that's an actual painting. Okay, I mean that's very real, like very photorealistic. Choke trace. <clears throat> okay. I gotta. Yeah, yeah, it just looks like a realistic drawing, but you said it's huge. How big is this thing? Well, they're like, I, 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 I got to find the... It's a it's a black boy sitting on a curb, and there is what appears to be bags of um, maybe his personal belongings, like clothing and stuff like that, and the bags look very clean. They're kind of tied in knots, probably, so stuff doesn't fall out. He has some, uh, some really nice-looking sandals on, and he has a nice-looking polo with stripes on it, maybe like a 
like a soccer fan, Polo. Um, but you said that he he makes these really big drawings. How big is this thing? Like there, well, that's what I'm trying to pull up his thing right now. Because it's a uh, come on, hyper realistic Nigerian artist. Because it's it's kind of it's kind of cool. Because effectively, it's this whole artist community that's like just come out. You know, like they have a presence now because of mm-hmm. like Twitter. a little breakout, little breakout art culture. <clears throat> oh like, yeah, and there there's actually him doing one of those pieces. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty big. So so. <laughs> The, the, the picture he shows me, the guy's got a brown, it almost looks like a Dexter Kill shirt on. Um, the guy's got a tight brown shirt on, and he's painting a photo. Uh, a photo. He's painting a realistic portrait of a woman. Um, I don't know if he's basing it on a photo or if it's, off, if, or if it's out of his head. Um, and she has... Um, We're doing visual bits on a podcast. She's maybe... He's probably five, six foot tall. And the painting that he's drawing, what would you say, is about the height of him? Maybe a little taller, a little maybe taller. like 6'2", 6'3". So that's, that's pretty big. Uh, so yeah, so so you're saying this guy has got a pretty big following and he's well, yeah, they're, doing they're, shows? Well because, to- well, because it's also one of these things where it's like it, it, it's this fundamental disconnect because you have like it, it's a it's a bunch of it's actually a, 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 a it's 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 an artist group. So there's a, there's like six different ones. Six different gentlemen who've kind of come to prominence. So I guess it's my, just that you know, and again, it's one of these things where it's Nigeria. You know, or in Nigeria, you don't quite have the internet presence that we do. Like again, like their whole internet thing is based around you know, like part of the Twitter thing too is that like in a lot of Africa, they don't have PCs. Their whole communications framework is based around having. Like, yeah, these 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 are beautiful paintings. cell phones. And you know, like if you can't confor- if you can't cons- he calls if you himself can't- a hyper realist artist. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's pretty impressive. We're looking at a picture right now of an eyeball that looks like a fucking eyeball. And he drew <laughs> like a I mean, photo when, of an when eyeball. You zoom into the like actual photo of an eyeball. You, zo- you zoom into the center of the the eye, and you can see the reflection of the camera. That's how real he drew this. Yeah, like that's and then don't get me wrong, like. But you know, like again, it's like it's 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 this disconnect too because they can't they can't consume. They can't consume media in the same way that we do, because they just don't have picture? the fucking infrastructure. It's a painting. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a I painting. I mean, but here's my so my point to this is an Essimi. Actually, I guess I'm <clears throat> I'm looking Essimi for Tarwall. Tarwall. I guess I'm looking painting. for so the point that you're trying to make. I s i m i t a i w o. The point that you're trying to make for this though is what that he wouldn't get exposure on large social media or. Well, it's that he it's, can't make money whilst doing it. No, or? and this goes back to this kind of like because there there used there used to be kind of this medium ground where the two would meet, and we're slowly we're you know like you t- like you know they talk about how globalization was supposed to kind of bring everybody up and something like that, but really what it is is we have these two we have these two emergent realities that we're kind of getting engulfed in, which is that like in the West. It is. We are very quickly getting to the point where we don't. There is a profound disadvantage to having things. You know, like we always, we always, we always, we always, you know, like you know, part of it is that like our whole, our whole, our whole culture is kind of based around the acquisition of things, 
but at the same time it's like there's a profound there's a profound disadvantage like we don't like do you have a music library anymore like i was i was amazed because i found my fucking cd spindle the other day like you know just yeah. the, the, the couple sleeves and i'm like i can't think of the last time like I, I can't think of the last time that i went through my mp3 library which has nothing that's on these cd these cds and i really do need to rip them at some point but you know like that 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 book is like, like almost like a time capsule of of, of, of consuming things in, in a way that just we don't do anymore. The, the consumption is definitely different. Um, I have a hard time actually convincing myself that it's gone though, because first of all, I'm no longer in an age where I consume a whole lot of music. Mm-hmm. A lot of that's because because my I, I've changed how I prioritize my time, and I still enjoy a lot of that music, but mostly. Um, mostly for nostalgia. Gunner's pulling up another picture. But like, you, if you go to YouTube, some of these some of these artists have so many views. And what's happening now, Gunner, is when you consume an entire album in today's age, you don't actually physically insert medium into. A device which changes the consumption so mm-hmm. let's say you're on a chat server right let's say the chat server is about a video game right let's say you're on a Fortnite chat server now even if the theme is the game and you're talking about the game right you're organizing um, you're organizing uh, different matches there's also going to be a general discussion lobby that general discussion lobby has now, in a lot of ways, replaced people hanging out and loitering at a coffee shop or uh, hanging out and loitering at a record store. So instead of sharing the albums and making recommendations and popping the headphones on in the record store or, uh, or, or handing somebody your iPod and letting them listen to the music on the iPod, Gunner's showing yet another photo, and this one is huge. He's like, uh, the guy's got to be at least fucking fifteen feet tall. <laughs> yeah, it's like fifteen feet tall. Yeah, it's a beautiful and photo. That, that's 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 somebody's that, like wall painting at their yeah. house. But 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 now what's happening is that music is still being shared. It's yeah. still being consumed, but it's being done so in a completely different style room, and that room is so much larger. You know, and I, I am. How would you say there, there, the 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 hang up, my my hang up. You know, maybe this is just the, this is the the hoard the hoarding insect. You know, the hoarding instinct, and my dragon brain, as it were. Because it's like all the books that I, it's all the books that I've collected and pushed back out into the inter- internet as being right. you know because I'm I'm am an independent dynamic librarian, but it's. The thing is, is that once you've surrendered to trusting these aggregate servers, it's like my Steam library. You know, like I have all these, I have all these games that I've bought, that I had physical copies that they made, they, they, they as part of it. If I had them on the computer that had Steam on it, they forced it to go to Steam, and now it requires Steam's permission, or a slash authentication verification check. For me to use this software, well, even though I bought, you know, like, well, how many first copies? of all, the, the the original copy you could still play. You could, and second of all, if it really meant that much to you, 
you would have made sure that you could play it. You well, would have no, kept around the original copy. No, I, you, but you're right. You well, do. You kind of give into it. I have the disc, it. but as soon as soon as as soon as you try and engage these, you know, and part part of it is that we have these we have these essentially prostheses that we've we've attached over the top of these things because it, it used to be, it, you know, the 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 how'd you put it the 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 mechanical know how and knowledge. The, the threshold of knowledge that was required to do this stuff, like setting up your own Half-Life server, which you can still do, but you're going to go through, you know, like, you know, at this point, like that's, that's kind it's of, that's kind of a legacy. Still very difficult. You, no, yes. And, uh, but, but it was, it, that was, that was an item that you were, I, don't, I use this word lightly and I use this word probably incorrectly. You were empowered to do. And now you use these third party services which also kind of, you know, is, is part of their copy protection thing, are basically in control of these these huge pieces of, you know, like these huge multi-gigabyte software libraries that you have that they can revoke at anything at any time. Um, I have a couple. Um, they can revoke, but unless they go out of business. The games have been altered unless they after go out I of, bought them. Unless they go out of business, though, they aren't revoked, no, right? No, no, no. And if be, they go out of business... Then you have bigger problems, right? No, you lose a whole library. Well, it's you know, like Amazon. Suppose, supposedly the promise is that they would they would patch it to fix it. You know, and so you have good and, old and you have good old have, games. Adobe which, ran into this issue, right? Adobe ran into this issue. Adobe said in order to use their products, you need to have a product key. Yeah. But they were having such a big problem with piracy that Adobe made it so when you started typing that product key in, it went against their authentication servers. And their authentication servers came back and told you if it was valid. That way they could attack people sharing keys. Mm -hmm. Well, what happened was a few years ago, they decommissioned those licensing servers. Yes, they did. Which meant people that paid hundreds of dollars for older versions of Photoshop now could no longer use them. And you know what they did? They, they gave everybody a universal key that had bought the software. So that when those servers got powered off and you called Adobe all pissed off, that universal key got you into the product and you could use it for life. So they, they I mean, Adobe's not the nicest company <clears throat> on the planet and Adobe figured it out. So I think it's just a new way. I mean, Gunnar, you, the, the first video games that I played came in a book well, yes. and there was no, there was no electronic copy. I had to read the book mm -hmm. and type the code into the computer. Yes. So, so you could make the same argument and say, where's the permanence? If that book gets dropped in a fucking lake, I can still pull it back out and I still have my code. But somebody could come by with a magnet and just wipe my video yeah, game off of a floppy. So you're... when it comes to the electronic medium, um, aren't you still, isn't the internet a better promise that it's going to be around tomorrow than a fucking floppy disk reader Trace. or a CD-ROM well, no, drive? But no, but the, but the, but you know, you know like, where I've been trying to bring, when 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 been trying to bring this up. It's electronic. I have had, I have had software retroactively changed after I bought it, and because of the fucking ephemeral nature of what constitutes an actual acceptable end-user license agreement, things have been removed from it that were part of the original distribution. But, and but are we talking about something in a video game? I'm talking about something in a video game. Yes, I've had I've had multiple instances it's, where the game has been changed, not like patched out, like we fixed something. I mean, like they have taken they have taken things out of it because of some like 
legal or not even like a legal dispute. It's just like they they, they didn't want to they didn't want to pay a license or they had a, a discrepancy. Um, we have we have issues that with that now where it's like there there are pieces of software that you cannot purchase anymore. Not even as a resell. Not even like an active. It doesn't even need to be activated. It is. They have been removed from the market, and like you might, you if you're lucky, maybe you'll find someone in like a back corner thing. But even then, it's like whether it can get to run, or they'll go and again, if it's if it's on a computer that has been contaminated with one of these services, because that's actually how you have to treat it. It will it will ding it and say that that you basically break that application. Like you know, like when I have to treat a piece, when I have to treat a piece of software that normally, just because you know what, what and I guess, guess kind of like this gets into that whole just because someone gets you out of a jam doesn't mean they're trying to help you, and just because someone knocks you down in the dirt doesn't mean they're trying to hurt you. And this gets into this idea that fundamentally we can't, you can't ultimately trust other those parties to act. In what amounts to good faith? But what's your what's your alternative, Gunner? You have a hoardy you have a hoardy crazy library, and you, you hope the whole fucking thing doesn't burn down in the background while you try. And, and then you then you end up with sixteen different computers and, 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 and with no hacked f- firmware. And, and no fucking- offense, but you're talking about video games, right? Video games don't really have this long term effect on life productivity. I have books. I have books that you can't. Like have been out of you know, like again like they're they're like you talk about that uh, we're we're in a situation right now you have not been able to buy a new copy of Neon Genesis Evangelion for probably twenty years now because of some weird licensing thing where they won't allow them to reprint it like and again it was it was American like you can get the French ones and everything like that but you have like fucking ghetto third tier disc that are running for something like. Eight hundred, nine hundred dollars a piece now because you can't buy new copies of them. And is this, a, are, we, are we talking about like an audio book or like? No, I'm talking like the the, the, the anime, the, the, the show. You can't buy it. You can't buy an actual. Yeah. And I guess you're, okay. So here's the bigger question that I have legally anymore. in regard to this: if it was such an issue, if it was such a massive issue, would it not be available? Has the mar- is it just the market? No, the market demand is there. It's why it's why it's eight hundred dollars for a fucking used old debt. Like, right, but who's willing to pay the eight hundred dollars? No, because like, if there was no, a larger but, group of people, no, because, is it just because the, it's a smaller the, group of people. It's because well, because the thing is, is they don't come on the market very often. Like you know, I feel kind of bad because I didn't like fucking snag all of those when I moved out of the house because I didn't realize that they were fucking big money now. But 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 it, it, but at some point though, can't we acknowledge I, I that had, like fucking Wade? I had fucking four grand worth of D- like just DVDs, right? But it's but it's but it's but it's electronic, right? And because it's electronic, we say, why can't they make more copies, right? The mm-hmm. same problem has happened with Disney movies. Oh yeah, they well, refuse to release a DVD version, or they'll release a DVD version and it'll be limited time only. Didn't Star Wars have this problem for a while? Yeah, I think so. So like they wouldn't go to Blu-ray for the longest time well, or something they, like they that. Won't, they won't. Yes, George destroyed <clears throat> the original unedited versions of the masters and stuff like that. Yeah. So at some point, right? It's like you're a guy that makes fucking chairs, and you decide you're going to stop making that chair. And whether you're doing it to influence the market, whether you're doing it because you're an asshole, I mean, that's a little bit differently than revoking. When you revoke something from somebody that they already bought, that's a little strange, right? That's like getting a recall on your car because the airbag is bad and they don't give you a new airbag. 
you just have to drive without one. That's fucked up, and I agree with that. But it really depends like on the context of the video game references that you make because most of the time that they remove things from video games, like you said, it could be a licensing issue. Let's say there was a Coke bottle in the video game, and all of a sudden Coke decided that they don't like them anymore. How do you settle that? Well, it's the lesser of two evils. Do you want to go to fucking war with Coke and your whole fucking software company goes out of business? Or are you just going to remove the goddamn well, no, bottle and let your fans complain? Well, no, but here, here's the thing is that at that point, if it's in there, you know, like, because we, we have a similar, there's a similar bullshit to like, uh, there was a TV show from the early 80s called WKRP. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna you're you're giving me the grumble thing like, do you know what I'm talking about? Or you I don't know like, where you're going. Okay, so WKRP <laughs> was a um, I don't want to say sitcom, but it was a it was it was a situational show. So you know, like you had uh, skit. You had um, <clears throat> like skits. No like sketch so comedy. You, you, so you had Barney Miller, which was like a like a police like you know it, it's kind of a show that like Cheers was the la- the last I think big one. Because it's you know like it's a setting you know like it's a setting thing. So, you so it's up. ongoing. The characters continue to develop throughout the story plots, but it's not necessarily episodic in the timeline. Like, yeah, it's you not know, exactly. Like, you, know, like, you may stop in a week later. You may stop in three months later. Yeah, but it's the same characters but, you know, and like, the things there, that happen to them. So you had Barney yeah. Miller, which was in a police precinct, and you had uh, WKRP, which is actually this radio. Like, it was set in a radio station in Chicago, and one of the biggest things about it was that uh, WKRP had. Um, this really elaborate soundtrack that was integrated into the background of it, which was different than most sitcoms because the whole bit of it was, is that it's, you know, like it was supposed to be a radio station. And the problem, the thing that held it up for distribution for a bunch of years was that when they licensed all that music for television, that they never thought about the reproduction rights. Like people would actually want to watch this fucking stuff later in the future. And when they went to go print it on DVD, all the rights holders basically punched him in the face and told them, too bad so sad your dad and it took never mind so they ended up releasing it like with like this weird filler soundtrack in the background anyways but it took like five six years just to develop the technology to actually be able to effectively strip the music out of the background and still have the guy's speech sure be there sure but i mean how much different is this than the beatles selling off the majority of their music licensing is licensing right and if you own the rights you own the rights and there's going to be bad actors there's going to be people that try to take advantage of a situation i don't know if that means that the whole that the whole idea of of um this electronic consumption this downloadable content is is really bad because the people that are sitting there complaining that the that the that the that the music's been taken out of a video game because it was infringing, are the same ones on the fucking message boards complaining that there's five bugs and that the bugs aren't getting fixed. So if you're going to be okay with the bugs getting downloaded for patching, you have to be okay with them sorting out licensing issues on the download too. You oh, so but where, and, and to where, your point, Gunner, is that you bought that CD and you get to consume it. And if it was a if it was a game that you bought, then you it's frozen in that time, and that's fine. But so are your bugs, and you have to deal with those bugs forever. So I'm with you, but you can't play a buggy game against a guy with a no. patch game. So if you want to play against another person, you have to live with your content changing by somebody else. I don't see any other way to do it. It doesn't mean they're not going to take advantage Is of it. Is this a fundamental disconnect between the two of us because the whole remix thing? 
what remix thing? You, 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 well, just like you, how you do, like you know, some like how you perceive, produce, and consume some music versus you know, like I guess the thing is, is that like I, it's about distribution. Well, well no, because I'm just because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to distribution out. of a of a of a product that lasts and scales. And if you have a game, you have to empower the creators to be able to fuck with your stuff. Because the only way that they can support it for years to come is if they can fix your stuff. The problem is, is that if the creator is an asshole, he's going to destroy things that you liked, right? He's going to take things out and he's going to make the experience worse. You stop buying games from that guy. That's really what it comes down to. Fortunately, in today's world still, most video, a lot of video games are still <laughs> made by Companies that you can get behind, or companies you can give the middle finger well, actually, to. There, there there's really enough competition no, still in the industry. There's no, there's no hurrah. Although that's I, not entirely I, true. Because yeah. if you, I'm glad you kind of brought it back to video games and like large companies. Because I mean, if you fuck up enough as a large company, there are ramifications. EA is a pretty good example. They are getting shitted out right now by in the public because <clears throat> they went decided to go. the The meme is go woke, go broke. So. What is it? Get, get woke, get woke, get go, woke broke. go broke. Well, so that's but in that's, World War, but that's also that's also effectively because um, there's also like some fucking psychotic uh, MGTOW. What's get woke? Shit. So woke Going is this too. term where you're like very uh, progressive thinking. It's um, I don't even know how to properly probably describe it because so I can't say I'm there a, is there is there is a certain demonization uh because no one can have fucking rational conversations with each other anymore so you have um the weird aggregate alt-right incel fucking radicalization side for for one for the and then you have the social justice warrior um extreme left okay what does that to do with woke okay so, so if you're woke you're you're on the side of antifa essentially you are drinking that kool-aid as opposed to drinking the alt-rights kool-aid so like oh. you're totally behind like there's ab there's so you're saying it's getting political with these absolutely oh, political it, well, so, and let me explain it a little hard. further let me explain the details battlefield wait. 5 is coming out right huge okay. huge title comes out every year for ea it's their first person shooter that competes with call of duty which is also looks like a huge piece of shit this year in the trailer that they showed it i think it was e3 it, it debuted maybe not there are like females in combat with like fucking like biomech arms and shit. It's supposed to be like a world World War II setting and not an alternate reality or an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. Like everything is is accurate except for this stuff. Right. So a lot of the fanboys are like, you promised a fucking accurate World War II game. Some of them through this big hus- like fit of like females weren't in combat, this and that. That's not entirely true. There were a very, very, very super small number of females that participated in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Russian snipers, and mm-hmm. there were the French Revolution, or the French well, Revolt that and, Battalion. That and there were uh, the, the, I mean, like the United States, we had other stuff. We actually had there were uh, aircraft shakedown crews, so when, there were there were women pilots stateside, and they'd also do ferrying flights. But that being they said, were stuff across you can't deny though, Gunnar, that there, it was a, it was an extremely small. Not number n- compared to compared to the males uh, that were participating like, in active yeah, combat. You're, you're not you're not gonna get me like <laughs> e- EA is. 
So EA is f- fundamentally too fucking big for their own good. And, and this is just, the problem. They've been tripping over their dick and, for and the And it's last. because they're huge. EA's very big. They're a huge corporation. Electronic Arts is massive. Mm-hmm. They release Madden every year. They release these titles that make them tons of money, and they've done they some shit good. that we've talked about here, some pretty fucked up shit with the loot money. boxes and stuff like that. But... Now, EA tries to play this woke card, like female empowerment shit. So people start losing their minds for all different reasons. Because it's like, that's not historically correct. A, B, like these people with the fucking quasi mechanical arms, like that's that's not realistic at all either. And it, they and then like the females played such a prominent role in the trailer. Some of the guys in the gaming in, in the in the gaming world were getting super bent. Well, EA's. Uh, I think it was a uh, art director or whatever, or actually develop art, the develop the director of development, mm-hmm. pretty much said like, "Well, if you don't like it, don't buy it." Uh-huh. And then the pre-orders came out, uh-huh. and they were weak as fuck. Well, you know, and but, he left several days after that. But let's wow. let's let's also be fair. Uh, Battlefield has had major traction issues the last couple rounds too. It has, and it's been. But uh, but that being said. You don't shit on the fan base. Listen, you don't. What they this is what they try to do. They had a fucked up, real fucked up with battle with battle Star Wars Battlefront two. They had a, yes. they got a real bad black eye because it's very predatory fucking. Um, you are not wrong. Predatory fucking practices. So now they're trying to jump on the other side in a bad way. Let's jump all the way to the left right, and say we're right, woke right. as fuck. We got females fighting in our games, which I personally don't give a shit about. But then. Don't for a fucking second. You made all your money with these fucking 18 to fucking 30-year-old man-children that play your mm-hmm. fucking game. And right. guess what? I'm one of them. Right. And I'm not one of them that, that gives that shit about women in video games. Like I, I don't care about that. But, the, but don't fucking think for a second that the guys that do have a problem with it, that you can just shit on them and all of a sudden... Like, you're going to gain all this, uh, what, traction for female gamers or something like that on that side of the spectrum? Because you're not. Yeah, it's, that sounds like an interesting problem to have. I mean, the first the first title that you mentioned, because it's popular, is Madden, right? Yeah. Madden isn't a game where you get to be a female. Right. There are, and there are no female football players in Madden, which is kind right. of funny. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is that historically, um, a lot of the competitive sports, the tickets sell better when there's males playing. So it's, it's interesting for them to pick on like a war game to be the one where they want to, uh, to stand out. It seems like an easy fit, though, because there's been other female characters in those superhero and, and um, type roles that worked. Right, um, not a lot. Well, fem- <laughs> but they yeah. Work. Well, well, no. And again, you know, being Princess Fem Shepherd is, is the only real Shepherd. Mass Effect Three. What was it? Femshep is the only real Shep in Mass Effect Three. <laughs> Mass, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say Princess Peach is pretty badass. She's fun to play with. Right, but the problem with that is she's very, very. She's 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 stereotypically female. Well, she's gender. Yeah. She's you know because this game yeah. now, and I'm not going down this fucking road specifically tonight, right? Because <laughs> we will be here till fucking five yes, in the morning. The next big. Nothing. But we're not. I'm not getting into this like gender roles and and things like that. The but you're right. Like I don't. I don't know. When I first heard people freaking out about it, I didn't really get what the big deal was. Aside from like the weird mech arms and shit, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's weird. Like that's that's not historically accurate. And your one of your claims was it was going to be pretty pretty close. That's what Battlefield's biggest draw in the competitive um, multiplayer first person shooters was. 
it wasn't like Call of Duty in that <clears throat> you had limited amounts of ammo. Um, you didn't regenerate health in the in the original battlefields. You had specific things. The guns actually sounded like the guns, and they shot like the guns, and they had different spray patterns. It was a more skill-based shooter, whereas Call of Duty is just like, you know, how good is your internet connection? Who's hosting? And it's a Twitch shooter. You know what I mean? Like, they spawn people, and they, they design Call of Duty so that even the people that fucking are terrible and suck can have a decent game once in a while and stay hooked on it, whereas Battlefield was... A lot of times when you started Battlefield, you got fucked up. You know what I mean? Like you got <clears throat> you got whooped. But if you paid attention and you were kind of smart about it, you could progress and see yourself getting better. And it was very, very realistic combat, very, very realistic situations. A lot of people feel like this is because all the, uh, the the color palette is very, very different. Most Battlefield is very grim and gray mm-hmm. and dark. Right. It's realistic like a fucking war would be. It almost be. sounds like they reused the name. On a new concept. That is not the first time that they've that ever name. done something like that either. Well, it happens a lot in the industry, right? And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I think of a lot of bands that do this. Bands that reinvent themselves and they're successful. Red Hot Chili Peppers is a good example of a successful one. Yeah. But a lot of them can't Pantera. pull it off. Pantera was a glam rock band before they became... Yeah, like fucking super... Grind- super Grind yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, that's kind of like the get woke go broke because now, um, I mean, pre-orders are very, very low. That guy that was a director that ran his fucking mouth is no longer there. And they're in a spiral. I mean, they're they're in a spiral. Madden's getting shit reviews because it's the same fucking game that comes out like every year. I still don't understand why people buy Madden. Men's especially like, and I don't it's mean just, to go off. It's mostly it. roster update, isn't That's it? That's it. That's isn't like that really it what they're paying for. Essentially, they're just paying for because, a roster update because they're paying sixty dollars minimum for a fucking roster update. Right. Because, but I mean, if you look at the price for an NFL ticket, it's about. I mean, a cheap one. Go to the Bills game. That's one of the cheapest in the league. I think it might be. It's like fifty bucks. Yeah. But so, so if you know that that one player that you've really been rooting for all year is going to be in the video game, that's pretty cool. I, I wish I wish stuff like that existed more for other types of sports. Um, I remember um, I remember being able to. Uh, I mean, that is there new versions of Tony Hawk Pro Skater anymore? Uh, Tony Hawk went went by the way. By, I think they maybe were going to come out with a new game, but. It just got stale and yeah. it and it, uh, and it died. But that's real. That is kind of sad because Tony Hawk used to be an awesome game. SSX used to be a great fucking. Speaking of Tony Hawk with similar mechanics, SSX was a great like snowboarding game. But you don't even see snowboarding. Yeah, games those anymore. extreme sports had had a really good go at it. It was a P, it was PS two era, and then they from they a, just they died from like a from like a figurine um, from a video game from a from a star perspective. There was a point in time where everybody knew Tony Hawk's name, but I don't know who replaced him. No, I don't think anybody replaced him. I don't think, like, I guess... It, you know what I mean? With basketball, no. there's always one big name. I mean, is that is that like an industry or a sports thing, though? Like, skateboarding, you have to remember, in my opinion and my limited knowledge of it, like it's like this thing that resurges and then recedes. Like remember the eighties? Like Jesus, Tony Hawk was actually in like this movie, Gleaming the Cube, with uh, Christian Slater, which I actually love that fucking movie, although as cheesy and bad as it is. 
but like 80s. It's not as organized either. Then it recedes. We still have X Games and stuff like that, but like, I mean, Gunnar, what do you think? Why do you think like it's just one of those things that can't catch on and become this mainstream thing? No, well, no, because the the pro it's it's a cost return problem, which is that like you know like they made they made a new version of Tony Hawk. It didn't sell anywhere near as well, and that was effectively the end of it because they did try and do a relaunch of it. And the thing is, is that they can they can spend all their money. You can you know you can spend you can spend fifty percent of the money and get twenty percent of the take making one of those SSX or Tony Hawk games, or you can just splunk it on something like Battlefront or Battlefield nineteen four you know B- Battlefield or Call of Duty or and, and that was Modern just an Warfare example. or that was just an example really, but like I, I guess my point is is that you that's that's what sells the game is the roster. If you don't, if you can't name three or five people in a sport, you're probably not going to be inclined to buy another version of the game. That's you're just going to play people, it based on its gameplay. Just because people are dumb and never yes. played Mutant League, or you'll League. Buy, it, buy it based on its graphics. What's that? That's because people are dumb and never played Mutant League. Mutant League Football was a great game for Sega. Well, no, but actually, <clears> so you know the whole story behind that, right? No, I'd actually love to hear so the, it, though. The, the, the Mutant League games were originally exactly because of this problem, which is that they had this whole fucking internal team that built a basketball and football. You know, like, they had their sports teams, and they didn't have the licenses one year to put those players in the game. So they had these engines that they'd been working on, and basically they created this whole, like, fake roster with these monsters instead of actual basketball and football players. And you, you, so it was a Madden engine with, like, what was it, uh, what, what was the Bones and whoever the frick were, you know, like, you, but you had, you, had, you, had super mu- you had super mutants playing instead of real game, you know, and you, so you had that mechanic, too, where you had pe- people who were, like, fucking coming apart while they're playing. Because right, it's like you could, like, bomb violent. the ref and shit, kill the ref and do whatever you wanted but to it's, play. But it's a real, but it was a real, like, highly tuned sports game engine under the covers and it's you know again like part part of the but the thing was is it also didn't cost it you know like three four million dollars just to just to even get into the door to make that game to start with like yeah. it does now yeah I, I wonder how i mean do, do does, does each player get royalties so this is how it works as far as i know <clears throat> there's the nfl players association mm-hmm. that's like the uh union that they're all in so it's supposed to be distributed to them it's yeah supposed to be but like because it's such a so they they do get paid um but it's not like some crazy amount you know what i mean because there's so many of them you know what i mean there's right. so many of those guys and they're right. already making a lot of money uh for what i mean uh, it's another conversation. So, they do make a lot of money in so one. So they're signing paycheck. their rights away, pretty much. They're, I mean, they're well. This is why they can't make the NCAA games anymore. So, because in the NCAA college football, mm-hmm. I mean, EA made all these NCAA games mm-hmm. where <laughs> these football players were being represented. Their names weren't used in the games, but mm-hmm. their numbers were, and their stats were identical, and like yeah. where they were from, and this and that. And it was so it was essentially them in a fucking video game. EA took all the time to do the research on them and their stats and their play styles and this and that, put their number on there. But because they didn't use their names or whatever, they didn't have to pay. Because the, if a football player, if you're a football player for Alabama and your name's on the game and you're getting paid, you're no longer eligible to be in the NCAA. That's a whole other fucking racket, but they can't right. make those NCAA, NCAA games anymore. 
it's because these fucking football players aren't getting any money. They're getting shit compared to what they're doing. Oh, you get a free education. Well, I don't even want to get into that conversation. No, because it's the whole argument. Because I think I think that I think the argument was successfully made in court that they are employees. Like they're 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 no, they're, they're not. They that that's not that's not been established because if that was established, the NCAA the NCAA would be out of business. But in what the the fucked up thing was that the NCAA was getting paid licensing right. by EA to right. use their the NCAA's name it's, it's and other like players. It's in, like in the return. worst case scenario. It's fucking slavery, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the worst the case South, scenario. South, South Park South Park firmly established that somebody's in the getting most paid. Satirical and awesome way possible. Oh, NCAA's getting paid. Somebody's getting paid. And EA's getting paid a fuck ton of money. It was it was licensed to print money. Yeah, somebody's getting paid, and it's not going to the to the person that's really creating the content for the game. And by the content, I mean, like you said, the stats, what they look like, how tall they are, what team they play for, what their number is, because that is that has value because that sells tickets in a stadium. I mean, Trace, for a while, they would have on the NCAA covers the picture of like the Heisman winner from the season before. Right. His likeness used on there with his name and everything. Mm-hmm. And that fucker got nothing. Right. I mean... If there is, in the video game world, if there is a fucking better example of, you know, <laughs> Big Daddy in the fucking big house and fucking the hands out in the field making making all the product, I don't know if there's a be- if there's a, a a better better example than that. It's such a strange phenomenon to me. It's a strange phenomenon to me because it's kind of like replacing your music player every time you want to play a new song. It's like, no, you just need to change the content. You don't need a new game every year. You just need to be able to swap out your roster. Yeah, it's I mean, why, why isn't it just like a subscription? I mean, if I was EA, I would get ahead of all this bullshit and be like, guess what, guys? Madden subscriptions, they're 15 bucks for the year. You know, because like eventually people are going to stop buying this shit, I well, think. I, I think. Actually, I don't know well, 100%. Actually, actually, really, what has to happen is, is that you have to get past the, the Gran Turismo threshold. Which is that Gran Turismo will not allow you to get damage on your cars, because the manufacturers that license those likenesses don't want their cars looking all smashed up. Oh, yeah. So, so what? What? You know, you talk about like that because I mean, like, there's a certain bullshit where the rosters could be updated. I mean, the other thing is, is that effectively they've been shipping buggy games. You know, like you, you you go back go back to your thing, which is that they've been shipping buggy games, and at some point they'll they'll you know, like they'll patch some stuff if it's egregious. But really, it's like why the fuck are we gonna fix this when we'll just release that we'll release an updated version of this engine next year on a new game? And it kind of reminds me of the the Guitar Hero problem or the yes. Rock Band problem, where it takes a lot of money to create the concept and to create the game and then to have the 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 uh like the 3d actors up on stage that are kind of dressed like the band playing along with it if you stop playing one of the instruments then they start screwing up on stage a lot of that it it takes a lot of takes a lot of money in order to get the game working but once you want to swap another game in there most people are okay with just the random band up there. They're playing it because they want to see themselves play. Right. And, but the thing is, is that they want a song that they're familiar with. So you might have paid for rock band, and now a new song comes out on the radio. You just want that one song inside rock band. You don't want to buy the next copy of rock band 
just to be disappointed that they didn't include that song, right? So it's like a similar concept. And then Rock Band's like, okay, we can't make any more games because people aren't buying them anymore. And it's because, yeah, they were almost too early, right? It, it almost, it should have been invented after downloadable content was reliable. Yeah, I mean, because like my whole thing is like, it's pretty obvious. I, I think at this point that we're moving towards a subscription-based kind of gaming. Gaming. I mean, everything in general is going subscription-based, right? But like, God, could you think? Could you imagine like for these Madden heads, these Madden freaks, like if they just had a library of every fucking NFL season, what the rosters were? Like you could play like the '60s, you know, Packers, and put them up against like the '70s. You know, uh, Steelers, and see, you know, who goes, who goes. Th- like, there could be a whole subscription-based thing where it's like, you know what? If you don't want the the, the latest roster, you're probably gonna wish you did. You know what I mean? Like, what if it was, what if it was racist TV stars you could play as, <laughs> like R.G. Bunker? Yeah, just <laughs> or George one. Jefferson. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> this is a monstrous game that needs to be. Well, what the fuck was it? There's, How I think there's fun a would fighting that be? game. No, there's there's a fighting game that's based around this whole premise. Really? Like not just like like matchup. Like let let. I know like Mugen, you see a lot of crazy matchups. Yeah. Oh, what was that game, Gunner? Yeah, Elf versus. Uh... Yeah, there. Um, yeah, it did. It didn't have celebrities in it though. Yeah, there was a there was an old wacky fighting game like that. Um, I can't remember it now. Mugen is always good for one, but... But, yeah, I mean, that's what I would like to see. You know, you want to... I don't know. I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to think of some 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 famous people that have put themselves out of the... Like uh, Kramer? Yeah, Kramer would be so fun to play <laughs> Charlie football Sheen with. with his tiger Charlie blood. Yes, yeah, he, he's you know a bloodbender. He can actually summon tigers from his own blood. Yeah, Charlie Sheen would be great. You know who'd be cheering on the sidelines for Kramer? Who's that? It would be the whole cast of Seinfeld. Oh, I don't know, though. You think they would be? Oh, Absolutely not. He, no, 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 no. What if they were booing him? Kramer, Maybe against Kramer him? and Newman is his stand. Like, there would just be... Like in JoJo. But, like, once again, <laughs> here we are running into fucking licensing shit and, like, Jerry Seinfeld saying, listen, I don't want my fucking likeness any associated anything near that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you just go to the Screen Actors Guild. You're like, fucking give me some licenses or whoever. Yeah. You go to some entity. It's not the same though, because no. they they're not they have their own individual contracts. They don't just sign their life away. Right, they don't just sign their rights well, away. Well, because they Yet. have. Because it's it's not the same as sports, and it's not no. as and frankly, as far as acting goes, a a really really truly great actor is still. Um, more rare. There's more rarity to that than like a really great athlete. Don't get me wrong. There's only one LeBron James. There was only one Michael Jordan. There's only one John Elway. But like, you know, it's a little it's a little bit different. Listen, there's a, there's one fucking Marlon Brando, right? Like yeah, there's one takes, Johnny Depp. It, well, right. until he's digitally recreated in a ninety nine point seven seven percent digital approximation. No, Gunner, can we you, just not you, go there yet? You, I, no, I mean like we're we're right there, man. <laughs> we're right there. We are actually. Um, who's the uh, Fast and the Furious guy? Oh, uh, Paul, Paul Walker? Walker. Yeah, he was. A, he had a cameo in the latest movie, and he's dead. Well, I mean, so uh, Gunner's what's, right. What's you nuts there? Just make an electronic version of him. Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, they did a lot of digital, like... They're, gra- they're grave robbing mm-hmm. footage for her so that they can do this. this. I, I don't like it, and I don't like it because you... 
a computer simulation cannot know what that person is thinking whilst they're acting. They they can act out what they're told. Well, to no. Act what, out. what what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen is that you get like Andy Sidarkis or something like that to do you know like that that crew from Gollum or whatever, and you just basically have a Marlon Brando Gollum slash corpse puppet. Yeah, that's but that's manipulated not, by him, right? But, but that's not Marlon Brando's screen. consciousness back there, and it's not—it's not the same. Period. Well, well, actually, actually, maybe we're gonna go to the maybe the more appropriate metaphor or the appropriate comparison is uh, Sharon. Sharon, uh, is it Sharon Apple? Yeah, Sharon Apple from uh, Macross Plus, where it was like you had this digital idol that basically was a puppet. Uh, controlled by one of the characters, and they finally upgraded it to a fully computer-controlled one. But because it had all these like sampled behaviors, it that was, had captured. At some point, the, it, will be. Uh, sorry, yeah, we're we're, we're, we're meandering, some, but yes, you, at see, some point, it's though, inevitable. Wade, at some point, though, Wade, you will be able to live beyond <clears throat> your old aging body. I'm down for that, but to, but you have to show me that you can upload my full consciousness, and, it can, and it's the same well, consciousness. That, it's that, not like you fucking, have to make sure that it didn't disappear and it just gets simulated. No, that and you have to make sure that your uh, estate is sufficiently funded <laughs> so that you can run your simulation in the full version of it, as opposed to the as opposed to the bronze tier, which only allows <laughs> you to to exist at least a week at a time. Well, that no, is kind of scary. And it resets. Yeah. yeah, like once a year they fire you up. And you're like, fuck, how long has it been? Hey, how long is it going to be? How long and do I like, get? Well, it was supposed to be a year, but we had a power outage. So it's actually been 2,476 years. And you're, you couldn't afford to pay for very long, so you have about 30 seconds left. If I'm you sorry, want to Wade, there's no humans left. And you don't have a physical body to fix what's, the problems with the world. So we're just going to power you off for a couple thousand more years. I mean, that would suck, but I guess it's better than the alternative of dying, right? Is it? What is death? Death is the end. <laughs> what is death? Well, if you're electronic, they'll spin you up any time. It's true. Dang. So the topic is the. <laughs> and the we're music, so the far next, away from. Well, that no, right actually, now. no. We, we are there. It's not death. death. It's we're, the new new what nothing. Happen, what, what happens to the next big? No, what happens after the next big nothing? So it's the new new nothing, and and it was a good start because we started off with this new old chat service, right? By new. It's all cool and fancy and pretty, and it's dark mo. It's dark themed, and you can run it on mobile, and uh, it's distributed, and it's pretty, and the world's jumping onto it. But it's old because it's really not that much different than well, what we were doing when we started off the internet. It's built on a techno technologically archaic like uh, ideology, right? Like yeah. it's kind of a harkening back to the wild west, but you can't go back. It's the wild, wild. You, I think you realize when you go back to those things. I mean, what are some other things that we could be using that we just aren't anymore? Are we playing footsies? I mean, like I don't got a problem. I'm with that. sorry, I'm stretching my legs. It's okay, <laughs> all the way up to Gunner's balls. I am. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mind if I take my shoe they're, and sock off, do you? They're 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 pretty big and they hang pretty low. Some something down there had to be a couple of plums. But anyway, I'm plum surprised. <clears throat> uh, it's okay. So, but like, what are some, what are some, let, let's look at this, these other technologies like that are maybe similar to what's, what are some examples? Uh, Mastodon it doesn't have to be exactly like Mastodon, but what are some things that we could be using today? How about, how about, um, this may not be the new, new, nothing. This might just be the new, new, but how about, um, a house that cleans itself? 
Like, have you seen the the people that have the um, what are they called, Roombas or something? What are yeah, those, those called? like autonomous uh, vacuum cleaners. Yes, yes. Did you know that they have like you can put little sensors so that it knows where your doorways are. You can flick a sensor so that it will avoid cleaning a room because you're in there, or maybe you're. Your your cats or your dogs are in there, and you don't want them to to fuck with it. Like, that's an interesting thing. Although it's still only going to clean what it can get to, so that's interesting too. Right, it's just like, it's, like you, after like four years, are you just going to have like like a three inch layer of dust underneath your couch? Yeah, it's like the fucking Roomba. It's going to take like twice as long to clean it, and it's not going to do as good a job as you could do because the technology is i.e. not there and may never ever get there i can't say it would never ever get there you'd think but right is it going to be one of those things like in 10 years it's like yeah nobody has a fucking room because honestly it takes me five minutes to sweep up it takes that thing fucking and it does a shitty it takes that thing four hours and it does a shitty job does a anyway. Shitty job, and you got to walk over and empty it right i mean you still yeah it's not emptying itself uh one of the things that uh that my buddy had uh, we need to get him on the podcast because he's automated most of his home and, and I think of him when I, when I talk about this because that's where he's the one with the Roomba and he's got the he's got the doorway um, the little doorway lights that that tells it it can come into that room or it can't come into that room. But uh, another thing that he has is he has a uh, a cat dish that's on a timer and it drops the food at the same time every day and it's a certain amount of food so the cat won't overeat. That's an interesting concept. <laughs> You I know. don't really know. Cats I, love, I, love, I, love, I love the fact that we're, we're at a point where it's like technology. Like we're, we're really at a point where we need our technology to solve the fact that, like, yeah, I have a pet, but really, it's just a fucking burden. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the whole concept of caring for caring for this animal that I've trapped inside my house and forced to shit in a box is really kind of just fucking tedious. And if I can just have something that does that for me. Yeah, I mean, that's if it's a pet. But I think a lot of people consider their pets as companions. And I think that a lot of people would like their cats to go to the grocery store and buy their own food. They're like, you know, you can figure everything else out. You can shit in a box. You can go in and out of the house without fucking terrorizing the neighbors. Although you might eat their birds and their fish if you could get to them. But, you know, for the most part, like, I think that you're stuck with these animals that are like forever two years old. And at some point, you're just like, yeah, I, yeah, I fucking had it for 20 years. It's just fucking somebody else just feed it for me. I just want to be able to pet it and hang out with it and throw a frisbee to it. I don't want to worry about feeding it two, three times a day, or taking. You know, they, they got the electronic uh, kitty litter boxes too, right? It senses when the cat steps into the box, and then it cleans the box for you, and it puts it in a sealed little baggie for you, and then you don't have a house that smells like cat shit when you haven't cleaned it in a few days. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, part of it, you just don't, okay, you know, you have a pet, but you don't actually want to take care of it. But the other thing is, What is happens that, when the cat's just an emulation run inside your emulated brain so that, like, you have all the upsides of having a pet, but none of the actual accomplishment, action, or responsibility? That's an interesting concept. The weird part about that is petting thin air, though, right? Your friends would be like, what the fuck are you petting? The memory's, the memory's overlaid. You, don't, you, you know, you stream a memory does from mean, Spotify. Does that mean bestiality is legal? Yeah, I just went there. That, yeah, this, I don't this, know. Escal- this escalated quickly. I mean, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I was looking at dragon dicks on the phone earlier, but that doesn't—that really just wasn't where I was going to go sell this. But uh, yeah, I think the I think the the implanted augmented reality 
is really going to create a screwed up world. Aren't we there? We're, I mean, we're, like, we're, I mean, like, we don't have goggles the, and stuff. We like are that. just a sliver of there. But I mean, like, our, 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 you know, like, we don't have the goggles and the the direct neural interface. But most of these, you know, like, we're at a point where, you know, like how you're kvetching about people not wanting to use the console. We're that we're 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 kind of there with software that can interface with our id directly you know like all those facebook algorithms that like deliberately steer you inflammatory content because it like they're youtube or you know like youtube and twitter it's like hey this is our our decision on balances we've seen all the things that you're interested in here's a whole bunch of shit that's completely contradictory to it because fuck you what's weird about that though enlightenment what's weird about that though is that you don't get to choose Right, and we promised we won't bring up Facebook because it's never in the conversation. Correct. So I want—I'm not yelling at you. I'm just—I'm just like kind of prefacing that. But what would be interesting is if you got that type of interaction because you chose to, right? Right. It's kind of like you fall into like a—you fall into like a dream, right? And all of a sudden, in your dream, something terrible happens. Like if if we could actually choose, like. Today's path is going to be me going down a rabbit hole of really, really good feeling stuff, or I'm going to go down a rabbit hole of really, really bad feeling stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you could actually have some type of of control over that instead of today when it's being fed to you by a third party and they get to dictate. Wasn't that like the? Isn't wasn't Strange Days kind of like that? Well, what I is it? Your phone out. So there's this movie in the early '90s called Strange Days, mm-hmm. and it was I. I, I've, I'll be completely fair. I've not watched the entire movie, but what I believe it was kind of this thing where essentially it was like a lucid dream program. Well, yeah, it, you, 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 were, just, you were storing you were storing people's not memories, but like the recreation the the, the recreation of that experience they were having when they they recalled it. So in a Matrix like type way, which I I say that, but this prefaced the Matrix by a decade yes. almost. Mm-hmm. Like you would. You could experience what their experiences were. You, you hooked into your brain or whatever, and right. into your receptors, you could feel it, yeah. and you could feel it. Like I think that's it, probably if you could somehow, if we could somehow map the brain and figure out how to do that. But in this in this whole thing, like well, it was like a drug, like it was super dangerous, mm-hmm. and people were like burning their brains out and shit, and there were massive, massive repercussions for we're, it. Well, it, actually, and this is probably uh, if I if, if I pregame uh, next week or not next one. Yeah, we got to talk about the whole incel thing but i got because i was i was having a discussion and it's like so there is these there's actually like emerge there's a whole bunch of papers starting to come out on this whole thing because you know like the 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 dude from again not facebook the dude of facebook talking about social media but it was actually just the, the 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 effects of these new communications technologies on individuals and like you know, like how we were talking about topics, how people were just talking mad shit. You know, like just the, 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 the there are these communities that are dedicated solely for destroying people's ideations of themselves, and it's this gets into this idea that you know, like how much of, how much of us is is really higher reasoning, and how much of us is just kind of applications of old behaviors and new contexts, because it's 
we're almost at a point where there's huge there are big swaths of the population that are in the cognitive equivalent of hypothermia where they just can't they just have like they've kind of like subsumed to I don't I, I don't know what you call it like not negative not negative thought but like like they're like you even you even see it no, like I would you, say you it's even, apathy even, I would say I can completely can can relate to that like I've got I've been so I've gotten so fired up over so many different Facebook fucking posts or whatever and once again we're back on Facebook it's fucking assholes well, no, because it's, it, but the, it, but at it, this it, point Facebook. I've now gotten to the point where I'm like I don't care anymore like I that might have pissed me off two or three years ago it's such a waste of my time that I don't give a shit about any any of it now it's just like this like I'm frozen and like it's almost like not worth the getting worked up for or even giving a fuck about what it has to say. It's almost like you're being desensitized slowly and surely you're in certain de- directions. Yeah. yeah, you're being desensitized. But it's interesting now because there's less, there's more permanence in some ways to the way that we interact with the internet. But in some ways there's less because if if what you say doesn't go viral, it's just in, it's just a tiny, tiny, tiny needle in a huge, huge haystack of information. Very true. You won't even be able to find it yourself if you tried. Right. So it's like you can get worked up about it and you can put the information out there, but you're only going to catch a few eyes on the way out into the big pile of hay. And those couple of eyes might give you a thumbs up and they might give you a thumbs down, but it's really person. not... It's Heart. You love to whisper over the top of us talking. The, <laughs> the. I love you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the, uh, the, as those as those needles are passing, in front of those eyes, you're interacting, for a split second with somebody that barely cared. And that's what's interesting about about that type of getting worked up about something now is that it's. You do. You start becoming desensitized, but it's almost like you're starting to properly measure the value. Yeah. No, I mean that's true. But I guess it's I guess the problem with it is the it's becoming so devalued. Like what's being said is devalued on like such a an exponentially f- quick like right. level and rate. It's just like we don't know where this, we don't know what the repercussions are. 30 years from now like when you can just say whatever the fuck you want and mm-hmm. it's immediately forgotten or immediately like not a big deal like oh well, whatever they want to say whatever they want to say like and hey I'm, I'm one for complete free speech or whatever but I'm not one for complete free speech without zero consequence like yeah, but you have the freedom to say whatever the fuck you want you don't have the freedom to not pay for it isn't it a weird phenomenon though that it's even being recorded because like you know if I'm going through to, if I'm going to the grocery store and um, and somebody bumps into me as I'm looking at chips. She could say a few things to me. She could say, um, or she could say, oh, I'm so sorry. Or she could say, she could say, oh, ha, once in a while I get lucky and bump into a handsome man, right? And all of these things are different social interactions that aren't recorded. And they happen. And they happen at a very, very fast rate. And some people stop and ponder them after they happen. Some people just leave there like they never happened. Yeah. And what's interesting is the fact that they're being recorded now because it, it, 
I think at first we started to think there was some permanence to these social interactions. But now I think what's happening is we're realizing that it's just like bumping into somebody at the store. And unless you need to make that experience memorable, and usually you don't, and even if you do want to make it memorable, what, what will you do? Will you go into the store with your hair dyed pink? so that they remember you, so that you stick out. No, no offense to people that dye their hair pink, by the way. Um, I realize hey, that's goals. also a form of individua- individuality. What's that? And goals, goals, sir. Well, actually, my, I'd be like chartreuse and pink, but that's that, that's neither here nor there. I don't even know what you said. What was that word? Goals. goals. G-O-A-L-S. G-O-A-L-S. Like life goals, things he aspires to. Oh, that's a life call to you, to have pink hair? No. I mean, like <laughs> that, that's one of them, but that's not like a, that's not like even in the fucking top ten. Same thing with it at, at at the cash register. You know, you stop and you might make you might make a really fucking big deal about something to the to the cashier. You might say, um, "When are they going to fix this fucking credit card reader?" Right? And she might say something like, um, "Oh, I talked to my manager a week ago and he hasn't fixed that." You can walk right over to the manager. Right? You can put up a fucking stink right there, and you might be dismissed. You might be taken seriously. And the most of the store doesn't give a shit that you're even there. So part of it's like how much of this is like a natural progression of it or how much of this is us just being desensitized to very, very strong, serious things flowing through our lives. I mean, I I, I do wonder that. And it's, yeah, because I've, I'm uh, as many, anybody who knows me personally, I'm one that can't shut the fuck up. Specifically when I think something wrong is going on or something is fucked up, I have, it's a fatal flaw, uh, I'm sure at some point. But it's like, for a while there on social media, it was just like, couldn't resist, couldn't resist. Now I can resist, but... And it's 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 not the same in real life, though. Like I I'm glad to say, I guess that if I see something wrong going on, I I can't help but shut my or but but open my big fucking mouth. Um, but it is something I do wonder. Like, does it affect anything? Like, maybe I would just let something go or whatever. Um, I don't know. Like Fourth of July, a good example. I was at uh, the Savon. I was heading into work, and. Uh, this guy was just being a complete asshole to the cashier. Like something was messed up with his card or whatever, and he gave her the wrong pump number. And he was in this big rush. It was very clear. And you know, she's just kind of sitting there taking it and eating the shit from this guy. And I kind of just made him look like an asshole. Like, oh geez, man, you must be in such a fucking hurry. You know, God, you got to be like a dickhead to like. To, to the to a cashier man it must be real real fucking important whereas in the past like i may have actually confronted the guy face to face instead of like making a joke of him in front of everybody else but i wonder maybe was that the wrong decision should i have not shoulder squared up with him and said you need to stop being a fucking dickhead or there's going to be repercussions for you like i do wonder like is that a factor or is that me just getting older and just being like ah fuck it like maybe it's not really worth potentially going to jail over something probably so minuscule and minute but but i guess i always have this worry and it seems to be getting stronger with my exposure to social media that like i'm becoming desensitized to these situations that used to be so black and white to me right and what's wrong what's right and it's like at some point am i just gonna are my am i just gonna be completely inhibited and just not say anything just like it makes you worry that you're gonna stop caring at some point right and without i mean care is what drives us in a lot of 
things that we do. So if that care goes away, how sad does the world become? And I think about that a lot too. But then you also got to think about working in a huge city where every other asshole that comes in is sitting there arguing about fucking prices going up, arguing about cards not reading. And, you know, maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's the fact that we, st- I mean, we're not the salt here, but the salt is still nice to people, right? I mean, they have some flaws too, <laughs> don't get me wrong. But there's a reason that they're famous for being welcoming and being nice, and it's because they are. They're very warm to each other. They don't do that to each other. They don't walk into a store and act like that. Unless they don't agree with your kind. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, my, what, the peanut butter Oreo kind, which is the best kind? Gunner, you are fucking distractorama. Okay, let's talk about the, the new, new nothing. What, what, what topic do you have? Because we got to get away from social media. What topic do you have about peanut butter Oreos? How... How fundamentally disconnected are you at this point over different Oreo flavors? <sighs> Hit the nail on the head, gun. Do you, you can remember? Do, it. do you remember the point when, like, there was maybe a year where it was like you were super excited about being able to buy all the fucking terrible cereal and like eating a whole fucking cheesecake for 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 breakfast, and then like when this magically st- like. You know, maybe maybe it's the non-Mormon or the non-Amish uh, equivalent. What, what's the? Is it Walpurgia or what? What's what's a Walking Spring or something like that? I don't know. Oh, are you talking when the Amish leave? Yes. Yeah. They, they have you the know about year, that, right? They have the year of. They have yeah, the year I'm trying to think of dwelling the in the English, not Walpurgia, but uh, <coughs> I don't know. I don't know where you're getting that word from. The Amish go away. It's a German word, but the Amish like go away. Something Springer. Yeah, something Springer, Sprager, something like that. The Amish essentially, it's like a coming of age thing. They leave the community and go out into the world and get into some crazy shit sometimes. But they live as amongst, you know, what what, what one might consider normal Rumspringer. Rumspringer. There you go. What were you calling it originally, Gunnar? Walpurgia. Walkenspringer. What is that? What are you yeah, saying? I'm, think, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking that's actually from Harry Potter, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that sounds like something from Harry Potter. not of. Um, but like, so what are you, what you're describing is like, can identify the point in my life where I realized that being an adult wasn't actually as fucking cool as I thought it was going to yes, be. Yes, like, like the fuck, you're like. Because you, I know exactly you, the day. I can, I can tell nice. you the fucking day. Uh, the day was <clears throat> September 15th, uh, 2003, when I got my first fucking student loan payment due, and it showed all the fucking interest that had accrued for the four years, and how much that I was going to be responsible to pay for the following 20. And I was like, living, I was working three shitty fucking uh, per, pretty close to minimum wage jobs. One is a one is a uh, bank teller. Another is a pack. At nights, I would uh, sling packages at FedEx, and then on weekends, I'd bounce at a bar at nights. And fucking not, still not being able to fucking afford rent, having to live with my parents. And I was like, wow, yeah, I guess I could do anything I want on like Sundays, uh, Sunday evenings. But I'm actually just gonna sleep instead because I can't afford to fucking do anything anyways. This actually sucks ass. That was probably the exact moment of that for me anyway. (laughs) 
So, Gunner, you're going to wrap this in somehow to peanut butter Oreos. Can you, so as we're showing the peanut butter Oreos because I I have uh, you know yeah uh, I don't know if my I can wrap it into no, peanut no, no, butter no, Oreos going to be me too. Hey hey hey. Well, no, because the the thing is is like as I'm trying to couch things because I don't know if my coworkers listen to this show or not. Um, we have a supervisor who will kind of like offer them as tokens like hey you know you're in you're with a manager who offers them as tokens peanut butter mm-hmm. oreos well, e- well just the flavor all, of the, all week. the flavor yeah the flavor of the week i was hoping you're going to flavor of the week but because it, it's the new new nothing right it's the new new nothing and hey we got an oreo and guess what it's filled with peanut butter just like every other fucking chocolate candy on the face or, of the planet. But okay, like so okay. In, in better reverence to this, like, do you remember when it was like when double stuff was good enough? Like when that was something to get extra excited about. You oh, guys yeah. can sh- double stuff your asses with those things. <laughs> they are a waste. The, it's what? like here, the sugar, the sugar, you're shortening. Shortening. No, the have sweetness. The, uh, you guys have with the sweet tooth. You can go and eat your double stuffed. And I understand that they are now half of the Oreo section, so there's obviously a demand for double stuff. Hey, we live but in America. I will take, yeah, I will take the classic. You could take half of the. You could take half of the white filling. Stop whispering over me. You could take half of the white filling out of the original, and I will still eat it. I will go for the the bittersweet or the semi-sweet over the double stuff. But anyways, yes, when double stuff was enough. Double stuff's not enough now, though. And, and it's like this weird expectation, like once they've opened Pandora's mm-hmm. box, you can't stuff the shit back I in. I want birthday cake Oreos. Shortly after that, I remember I went to what about an alumni game. Oreos? What's that? What about Fruity Pebble Oreos? Stop fucking whispering. Fucking what about fr- Fruity Pebble Oreos? Right, or any of the new flavors, but it's like there's now Oreo is stuck. Because what the fuck mm-hmm. do they do now? Yeah. They, they were just doing Oreos for decades, mm-hmm. and it was all good. They have to come up with And the now... They have to come up with a recipe for new Oreos. Yeah, but and that's they come a back thing. with classic Oreo. There's fucking there's not gonna be much places to go. Like, yeah, you can keep doing these shitty flavors and maybe some of them are great, but at the end of the day, I just want a fucking regular Oreo. Preferably double stuff. But it's still it's just twice but as it's much. Not cream. just them though, the vodkas went that way too. Absolutely. Syrah. No pun intended, a, right? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't actually, but I'm glad that I did it. <laughs> what she said um but she but it is like it was like the cheap grab and now you're paying for it forever because now that's the the expectation is like oh what's the next it's it's almost like a it's almost like personalizing every copy of your product it costs more because you have to stock the shelves with with i mean your assembly line needs to produce a fucking birthday cake with sprinkles oreo and there, there's people like the chocolate and there's people like the vanilla. And so you got to have two different fucking versions of it. Or maybe you go crazy and you do chocolate, vanilla, and duplex. And yeah, you, what you've done is you've just made your um, your inventory more complex, which means more products are going to go bad on the shelf. You won't be able to anticipate demand. Is this like what happened? Like, do you think that this has happened to any, uh, any uh, former, let's say, software that we used to use? Like, is this what happened to AIM? Did AIM just start... Oh, all these cool little features that they kept adding, 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 and all of a sudden it was like, 
eh, we're kind of good where we're at now. And then it's like, bang, something something a- new took it over. I would say AIM's problem was that um, AIM being AOL Instant Messenger, which was just killed this year. Uh, By the way, Yahoo, Yahoo just died too, Yahoo Messenger. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I shut that, that down. in like ICQ. Well over 10 or 12 years. But yeah, I believe what happened with those messaging services is that they failed to provide a social network that was demanded by their users. So the users just naturally drifted away. And it's sad, but you could share so much more on MySpace. You really could. And you could also have, like, it's weird. With AIM and with Yahoo Messenger and things like that, there was like this anonymity you could maintain right. wow. that is no longer wow. an option. It was almost today. mandatory. Wow. Nobody yeah. used their name. Right. Right. It was, it, whereas on, on now they actually do checks. Like if, if you're creating a Facebook or, heaven forbid, Google Plus um, <laughs> profile. Um, You'll be talking it, with two people. It actually yells at you. If you put in like unicorn piss as your username, it's like we've detected that you're using a name that wouldn't normally be a regular name. And you kind of have to go through hoops in order to keep unicorn piss as your username. It, it, it kind of drives you down the path of either typing in a fake real name, like a, like a real sounding name, like or a, just like giving a up and putting your Marinaro? own. Yeah, and because of the whole age verification thing, they want to make sure you're 13 on all those platforms. You have to put in your real birth date too. So the anonymity isn't real. It, it, the provider knows who you are. I feel like you we. Can't can't, just, I feel like we traded like, but it wasn't that part of like, the ma- that's how fucking lame I sound. Like the part of the magic, or like mm-hmm. it was the mystery of the internet. Like you yeah. could be whoever you wanted to be out there, but right. whatever persona you wanted to put out there, well, and now you fucking can't because well, you, can you can still you. post Insta- shit. That Instagram's kind of kept that going, although I hate big Instagram, fucking man. surprise, they're owned by Facebook. I fucking hate Instagram. I got to be honest with you. I mean, oh, there's no drama. This and that and this and that. Instagram is so fucking boring to me. Well, I'm because done well, looking because at everyone's the, shitty fucking food well, pictures. Well, because the conversation pieces are gone, right? It's like everybody putting up AOL instant message away messages all day long. You know, this is my latest thing. Right. Instead of let's talk about a thing. Well, you have, di- but you know, but to that point, you still have, I mean, technically you still have Discord. Or, Di- or I think Discord, I think Discord is it. God, I don't get Discord, it. Tele- I don't yeah, Discord, Telegram. I don't get Discord. Telegram. someone explain it to me? IRC. Because I don't understand. Like, I, I, I feel think like. Discord is the next thing. I've used it so much, but I can't, it's not, it's so fucking impossible to find. Like, there's no like group discussion. Right. There's nowhere to go out and search for fucking people and find like minded people to fucking socialize with. You either know their fucking username <coughs> or you don't. Which is how AIM was. Yeah, but couldn't... How did you find other friends? Could you find I mean, friends from I- friends, IRC, friends with IRC friends? IRC was the that? same way. IRC is the same um, way as You well. could jump into chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah, which you can still do. You can invite people to chat rooms. You can make your own in Discord. You can just pop open a chat room called and, Wade's and chat And randoms room. can just come in? If, if they're invited, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how do you invite randoms that you don't know? You got to tell your friends to. Yeah... I, I don't know. It works. It does work. Well, I think no, the difference okay, is... Time out, though. That's not how AIM worked, because AIM was built off AOL, and AOL had a members directory that you could search and find people from chat rooms and look their names up and stuff. There were, in its roots, places to find other people through. Um, yeah, I guess to your point, you could you could actually find somebody by screen name. Yes. But that still wasn't much better. 
No, but at least you could search like a profile and see what, okay, like maybe you saw this person in a chat room that you were in and they started bringing up some good points you agreed. And you're like, ah, oh, you know what? Let me take out the, take mm-hmm. a look at their screen name. Oh, there's a profile. Here are some of the interests or whatever the profile may be appealing to you. I'm going to reach out to this person. I think this person's I mean, do you, like-minded. Do you remember the first question you'd ask somebody? When ASL. Said, yeah, age, sex, and location. <laughs> I mean, you don't ask that on Discord. Um, on Discord, we, you do not ask them how old they are. You do not ask them if they're male or female. You're not really supposed to care. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, did, I don't get the Discord. If you, go you, to, don't ask them where they, you don't ask them where they live. If you go to discord.me, that is actually a browsable directory of all the publicly published okay. oh, really? Discord. Oh, nice. I, I really do like Discord. The, the one thing that, that is interesting about that, though, is it's... It puts the group chat first and the instant message second. That's Which I'm what's, fine with. That's what's interesting about the Discord. Whereas with, with the, the other chat services that we grew up with, the Yahoo's, the MSN Messengers, and the AOL Instant Messenger, is you had a buddy list first and foremost. Yeah. And to break into a group, tra- group tra- chat was kind of a strangeness that would occur every once in a while. Right, because you'd essentially be creating a chat room. Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just, and honestly, maybe it's, maybe this is just a better way, and I'm just hearkening or, or longing for the old days because it was so different, and I'll never be able to explain it really. They're not, like your kids, like your kids are never going to be able to understand it. Well, but see, I'm watching, so like I'm 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 part of I'm part of only one real Discord community, and it's for the music software that Gunner mentioned earlier, and the kids that are on there share and share and share, mm-hmm. and I. You can tell it's a lot of it's ego driven. They're all trying to show off what they're doing. Like one guy takes a fucking picture of himself every day and posts it there. And I really don't care for that. But there's a lot of really awesome videos that they share through there. Like really, really good YouTube content that I wouldn't have found. They're still using YouTube, right? If you were on Facebook all day long, you would think that Facebook is the source of every viral video. But if you're on Discord, you realize that nobody links a Facebook video, right? Mm-hmm. Facebook forces you to use their service when you're on their service, but all the other services are going to choose a different medium for hosting the video, and it's still YouTube to this day. If it's a good TEDx talk, it's going to be shared on YouTube. So Discord is a, a really good platform for sharing ideas. I think the, the tough part is finding that community to begin with. Right, is stumbling upon it and being okay that the vast majority of the people on there are between eight and fourteen years old. And it's also it's also a nature of what you like. Um, is a a multiple Patreon supporter. You know, it's kind of it's also kind of a self selecting thing where you just like you have people you have people who are you kind of you know like because that that's that's a common. That is a common part of that Patreon community is like one because you, you know like if you're doing an artist or a music person or something like that they'll they'll throw updates there but it's also you have the self organizing community around it because you you obviously have people who are kind of interested in the same thing because you've all like decided to throw money at the same thing and as long as it's not a bunch of turd you know it's not, it's not tur- turds you know like it it actually like generally you can get along with each other and. I actually have a problem with organizations that refuse to use Discord. So there's some, um, we're talking about Linux, there's a lot of those software projects that refuse to get off of the old school chat. And when I say old school, I mean IRC, IRC. internet relay chat. Is IRC still like 
it's viable? still, it's still very there? viable. Yeah. Yes. Really? It's still very active. And I'm okay with IRC. IRC itself doesn't bother me. Um, what I don't really care for about it is you need to know the server that you're connecting to. You need to know the channel name that you're connecting to. But you need to kind of know like the, the, the IRC specific commands. It's almost like you're typing in that fucking DOS window again. And that's a little bit, that, that's quite a bit of a learning curve. And even that I can handle. It's just that I don't open up software to chat with people anymore. If I want to talk to somebody um, through, through text message, there's an app I can open in my browser for that. If I want to talk to somebody um, uh, in any of these communities, you have Discord or you have Slack. For them to make me install software on my desktop to get to their IRC channel, I really don't care for it because all of the modern notification systems that we would like, I mean, one of them is, um, so there's a, a, a really weak competitor to Discord called Gitter. Gitter was kind of a spinoff of the whole GitHub source code thing. Gitter actually lets you know the conversations that you've missed. So it'll send you an email digest and it'll say, hey, just so you know, you haven't well, been back here for two weeks. Here's what people were talking about. Discord will do and, that too, though. Um, it has the feature, yeah. Gitter just happens to be turned on by default. But the other thing is, when you go back to that channel, you can read the messages. Yes. And you can search on them. Whereas with IRC, if you post a message, you've oh, got to yeah. leave that app open on your computer. The computer yes. needs to stay awake. And you need to be receiving those all day long in hopes well, that one person actually, gets back if, to you. If you, if you were, if you were elite, if you were elite hacks or you actually have it running as a separate containerized instance and you're just you're piping that output forward to another terminal anyways. Mm-hmm. So you have, some, you, have, you, have, you have the IRC chat client running as a separate service. Mm-hmm. Why are you getting the uh-huh? Well, it's, I think that that works fine for people that really like to make their life complex. Yes. no, no for it, people who just want an answer to a question, it makes it, it a little it's, bit tougher. It's, so it's, it's the I'm chat to, of Macedon. Yeah, so like I'm trying to contribute to some of these communities, right? And I'm like, hey, I, I like your software. I want to help you fix a problem with your software, mm-hmm. but I need to talk to some people first. Getting a hold of those people, there's not an easy way to treat it like a forum. That's what, that's what was nice about the forums, right? You could ask a question, and then a few days later, if somebody replied, it would send you an email, and it could be, it's almost like email without having to share email addresses. Discord serves that exact purpose, and it's very nice. Um, we actually use it um, for, for that software pro- the, the, the music software project. Uh, me and the other administrators of that software project we actually use it now as our preferred communication for administrative changes. So if we're going to start upgrading one of the systems, we'll start talking about it there because it's, it doesn't flood our inbox in email. And if somebody gets added to the admin channel halfway through the upgrade, that person can see the backlog of conversation. So for those reasons, I think that Discord is really, it's really the it's the final chat service. It, it does everything that I like out of AIM. I like out of message boards. Um, and uh, it's a fucking beautiful interface. It's too. missing a connecti- uh, connectivity into the unknown, I think. But that I'm sure they could fix that or figure something else like make that out. Right. Although the, the dot me discussions, I'll check that out. I got to be honest with you, it's not the most user-friendly fucking thing to figure out. I've not dicked around with it a lot, but the desktop version anyway. Um, 
it's not like just some, oh, here, search for these discussions. Like, I didn't even know that .me existed. Well, you know, at work, we're, we're decommissioning a system that allows us to use, like, the old AIM-style chat. It's not AIM, it's, but it's, it's one just like it. And we have a desktop app that looks just like AIM that we use. And um, we're trying to find a, a replacement for it because it's going to be de- decommissioned. And we had the option between Discord and it's probably its biggest competitor is Slack. And the reason Slack is a big competitor is because Slack has targeted the corporate industry instead of the gaming industry. And... Uh, but it's almost it's almost a, a, the exact same interface. Mm-hmm. You got your instant messages, you got your group chats. Um, you know, you get the little uh, the little uh, red number shows up on your name, and Is, it turns to a one or a two depending on how many notifications you have. Do all Discord clients have to go through? Uh, Yes. Global Discord Hub, or can you can you can you actually spin up your own? I don't know if Discord. I don't believe it's open source, so I don't believe you can download and install your own copy. Is it of Discord. like, is it like, telegr- is it like I Telegram? I do believe effectively- Slack allows that. I do believe Slack allows client installs, so that your 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 stuff's not on their servers. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's plenty of competitors that do the same thing that are localized. But what was the what was the one that uh, Google Chat? What was the protocol that Google Chat was based around that pigeon head? That's that's the one we use at work. It's uh it's XMPP is the protocol yeah. and the the nickname for it's Jabber. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. But and that's what we're decommissioning at work. We we had, we had a Jabber system just kind of running when when it was just installed yep. with one of our products and we were just using it. And that product is going to be decommissioned. So, we're going to lose that chat server. Um and we're kind of excited about it because now, instead of us all talking to people individually, we can talk as a group, if we choose, if we choose to, and that's nice. But also, just the copying and pasting of messages. I mean, you remember way back in the back in the instant messaging days, if I wanted to send you an image, I couldn't just copy and paste it. I couldn't just no, drag you had and drop to it. connect and like down like. Upload slash download it. It's like a file transfer feature, right? Yeah. And if somebody wasn't over there to click accept, yep. they wouldn't even get it. It was it's a true. weird, weird thing. Well, no, because it's it's it, uh, under the covers. It was an it was an old like null modem terminal stack, right? Mm-hmm. And now, now when you can copy and paste a picture into a website or an email or just about anything, the idea of not having that in a chat client, you know, it kind of feels it doesn't feel right. The new knew nothing. The new knew nothing. And we're at two hours. We're at two hours, folks, which means it's it's time to get going. As it says, especially it's late tonight. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we will be back uh, next week with some new topics. We're not exactly sure what it is, but make sure you check out the Facebook page and uh, give us a like. And like I said, uh, feel free to message us or post on the Facebook page with any topics that you would like to see discussed. Thanks for listening. See you later.